Welcome to Resellology, my resellers podcast. My name is Melissa Vandridge, and I am a full-time reseller on the Poshmark app, and I also resell on eBay. You can find me on Poshmark under Vandy's Closet, also on Instagram under Vandy's Closet as well, and I'm also on YouTube under Vandy's underscore closet. Enjoy the show. So I've been MIA for a little bit, and what I've been doing is, you know, living life, and I've been rethinking how I want to restructure my business and how I want to um, do it a little bit differently than everybody else. Or maybe some people are doing it the same way I'm doing it. You know, you can only do things so many different, unique ways. However, so I've been thinking about a lot of people cross list and a lot of people swear by it. I do not like it as much. A, because I don't want to have to worry about if something sells on one platform that I have to immediately remember to take it off another. I don't like it. Um, if I had like an employee that could do all that for me, then great. You know, that'd be their job to do that. But, um, and for the most part, I'm okay. For the most part, I do remember, but I still see, I still keep finding um, different listings on eBay that I sold in Poshmark and vice versa. And now I've been catching them before they sell again, which is good. So, but I don't want that to be a problem anymore. I don't want to put something up and have to kind of sweat bullets about whether or not it's going to sell on two platforms overnight. Because I have heard that happens before. It hasn't happened to me. But, you know, and maybe the chances are very slim. But I don't even want to have to worry about that slim chance. So what I've decided is um, I'm still going to list everything to Poshmark first. That is my primary platform. That is where I make the most money. A lot of people make more money on eBay than I do. Um, or they make mo- most of their money on eBay rather than on Poshmark. And they use Poshmark as like a secondary market. Um, and I'm going to include ThreadUp and I'm going to include Etsy more. So I have vintage items, but um, I've been putting them on Poshmark. And I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through and take all of my vintage items off of Poshmark. Now, I know people that do really, really well for vintage items on Poshmark, and um, and they swear by it, and that's fine. But what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to diversify myself. So I don't want to be... I don't want all my eggs in one basket, to be perfectly honest. I want one platform to be able to go down and not be that affected. Because right now, if Poshmark were to go down, no lie, most of my income would go out the window. And that would be a problem for me and my family. So I don't want that to be a problem, if you see what I'm saying. And and I think in the beginning, I think it's important to actually just stick with one for a while until you've mastered that. So that's what I would suggest to anybody. But you do want to keep that in mind that you want to diversify later on. And you don't need to cross list because I'm going to talk about my strategy to not cross list. And um, hopefully that helps you think of what you want to do in the future for your business. If you're first starting out, this is probably a really good time to pick one platform or two. I mean, a lot of people do two at once, which is fine. I did thread, uh, not thread up. I did eBay and Poshmark, and I started Poshmark first. Now I had an eBay account way back when, when eBay first came on the internet in the in the late '90s. So I mean, the the first year that eBay came out, I had an account, and I sold some things back then. Um, so not to age me, but <laughs> I was an adult when they came out, and. Um, 
but I didn't keep with that and eventually just kind of forgot my eBay account and then when I went to go reuse it I could not remember my credentials and they probably wouldn't be around anymore I'm sure they purge after so many years um, I mean eBay's been on online for like 20 years now so I'm sure they would have purged my old information after these many years so I created a new account and then um, back I think it was in I think it just passed a little over a year now so I started Poshmark two years a little over two years ago and then about a year in I started eBay now you don't have to wait that long to start another platform if you are just starting honestly I do suggest starting on Poshmark first it's easy it's easy it's on your phone it's a little bit um, different than the other applications in the fact that you it's more of a social app than um, than eBay is because eBay is really set and forget kind of but you still need to do stuff to your eBay store like well I have a store so if you have just like the minor subscription or if you have no subscription at all you get like 50 free listings every month which isn't a lot honestly but if you want to start off with that and see it where it takes you go right ahead um, they have the littler one I think it's a hundred listings a month and then they go to 250 listings a month and then they go to what I have, which is I think a per, called a premier store. I pay sixty dollars a month for that, and I um, I get five hundred um, auctions, and I get one thousand um, fixed price listings in certain categories. Like it doesn't ca cover every category, which is a little annoying but when I do have to pay um, a, an insertion fee it's only 10 cents so it's not that bad and I do plan to go beyond my a thousand eventually um, but here's my plan so my plan will be to list things on Poshmark first and in 90 days it'll have 90 days I need to start dating my listings or at the very least I need to put, put them on a spreadsheet which I probably should be doing that way when I move something over I can move it over on the spreadsheet that's going to be a little labor intensive in terms of data entry but I think once I get a routine down it won't be that big of a deal I have two widescreen monitors so really I could position all my programs I have open at the same time and I can position things to and when I say widescreen I mean 24 inch widescreen monitors um, that I can position everything in such a way that I can look at everything at the same time so I don't need to like scroll between different um, programs or different windows I generally when I'm cross-listing well, not, well I was cross-listing but when I'm switch listing I guess I'll call it I don't know listing on eBay from Poshmark I do it on the computer because it's a lot faster and I do have um, a number of templates made up for eBay now and I actually suggest you do that so if you're gonna do eBay make your templates and, and this is why and I've gotten burned by this a few times when you type in just your title you know like let's say you have uh, North Face um, shorts brown woman's whatever and you type that in and it's gonna bring up similar listings and then a lot of times not every time but it's going to, and you're going to say, oh, list, list, 
these none of these are the right ones so I'm just going to create my own listing what it does is it sometimes will grab one of those other titles and if you don't pay attention it may say things in there that aren't true about your item like the color or the size or that it's new tag or new in box and I've had a couple things I've caught it so I didn't actually sell it but I have caught it where um, I had a few items that said new in box and they were shoes and they were used shoes so they weren't new in box and someone thought they were and I clean up my shoes so they look pretty good and I photograph them in such a way that they that people think I have stock photos of them and they'll ask me for ask me for real pictures of the shoes and I'm like no these are the real pictures of the shoes these are the real shoes I just take good photographs and um, so which is it is a uh, a giant compliment but B they don't tend to buy those shoes because they think you're lying you know and it's like well that's like so they I don't know if they think you're lying but they never buy them you know the ones that are asking for real pictures of the shoes and you're like oh these are the real pictures of the shoes they never comment again they never buy them nothing they just ghost you so I assume they don't believe me and then they go on to find somebody else whatnot you know and sometimes people will list stock photos and say they're theirs and they're not and then their item doesn't look anything like uh, is not anywhere near the condition that was portrayed but you can always return for that anyway so the point I'm making is that if your title is wrong and you sell an item and that person thinks they're getting what was in that title but they get something a little bit different or not item as described they can open an INAD against you which is item not as described in eBay or on Poshmark they can open a case and they can say well this was supposed to be new in box and this is clearly used they'll win um, eBay has I don't like their policy I, I absolutely hate it because it's literally for buyers and not has no protection for sellers and so in that way I feel like eBay fails eBay fails their sellers every single day with that policy I still sell on eBay but I do that with that in mind thinking that if someone does an INAD you really have no recourse and you just have to accept it and at that point they'll get a full refund and um once they send the item back and you're on the hook to buy the shipping for it to come back to you so even if it's not true now there was one time that I did fight it after the fact I accepted the refund the return and I refunded her her money I got the item back it was a leather coat and she said smell like smoke a I don't smoke I haven't smoked in almost nine years um, B I don't buy things from uh, I don't tend to buy things that smell like smoke. I know what smoke smells like, and I would never buy a leather jacket that smells like smoke. Um, so I have bought a purse that did smell like smoke, but it was a Junior Burke, and I was like, I can, if I can't fix this, I was just gonna keep it. So um, I was able to fix it, and I was able to sell it. But this did not smell like smoke, and it smelled like nothing. Like it didn't even smell really like leather. It just really kind of smelled like nothing. And um, and you know my husband I had my husband smell it I had my mother smell it everyone's like nope I'm you know smells not like nothing so I called eBay and I complained and I made a big hissy fit and I said look not only did I have to pay for shipping to come back to me I still had to pay the eBay fees for this item because if something is returned to you still pay those eBay fees you don't get them back and 
but the lady lied because she it, she had messaged me before and she said this item smells like smoke and or mold well if it smelled like smoke or mold those are very different smells very different I've smelled both of those and they're very different they don't they're not similar in any way so you know and then she created a case or a night ad and then anyway so I got it back and it smelled perfectly fine she put in her complaint that it smelled so bad she had to put it in her garage because it was stinking her house up it would smell like nothing I got it back again and at first I thought oh my god because I've heard of this happening the post carrier smoke in the their car because I've heard that that happens sometimes that the carrier will smoke while they're delivering the mail I know they're not supposed to but sometimes they break rules and um, then sometimes your packages smell like smoke and I thought oh my god did that happen because I've heard of that happening on Instagram and I thought okay I'm gonna give her the benefit of the doubt I don't think she's right but you know I'm gonna give her the benefit of the doubt and I ex accepted that return. When I got it back, it didn't smell like smoke. I had my husband smell it. My mother smell smelled it. No one thought it smelled like smoke. And, and in fact, everyone's like, no, it smells fine. I resold that coat for actually more. And um, the lady loved it. The new lady <laughs> loved the coat. And I don't know who, what this other lady, I, I, I have a feeling it didn't fit her, even though she said it fit fine. Um, I think she just knows what to say. People sometimes they, they do because it was fundamentally not true. And so I called eBay and the guy they they kept saying, I can't do anything for you, I can't do anything for you. And I said, Oh well, I know you have done things for other people. And I don't remember what I said exactly, but it was I basically made enough of the stink. I said, I know you can do this. So I know you're lying to me. And they refunded me my shipping for having come back to me and my eBay fees. So I just want you to make me whole so I can sell this coat. I would have to sell it for much higher than I did. I think I did sell it for higher anyway, but that's okay. You know, say la vie, life goes on. Now, I wouldn't do that for everything. I wouldn't do that for something small. I think it was just a principle of the fact sometimes, you know, sometimes it's just that last straw and you just have to die on that hill. And, you know, it happens to the best of us. I try not to let that kind of stuff bother me. And, you know, other people are like, oh, you can't let that bother you. And, yeah, most of the time I don't. But every once in a while. And we're all human. And we all have bad days. And we all have those days. And we just can't accept it. And that was one of those days. Anyway, so the point here with this whole rant is if your title's incorrect or your description's in incorrect or something's lacking in your pictures, they can return it and you have nothing you can do about it. Basically, you are just on the hook. So you wanna make sure that everything is correct going out. So make make your um, templates in eBay. I didn't for the first, basically the first year. I just started doing it like within a month ago. Actually, no, in the last couple of weeks I started making them um, because I just realized their value. And they do save you a lot of time. So it's up front, it costs you time, but over time it'll actually save you time. So make those templates and then you can just kind of list and it's really fast. Anyway, back to my little strategy. So I'm going to list things on Poshmark first after 90 days. I'm going to start moving them over either 
there's two caveat. Either I'm going to move them over to eBay or I'm going to relist those items on Poshmark. Now there's some items that um, I'm going to kind of use eBay as my kind of blowout. I mean, I know people make great money on eBay and they use that as their primary platform. But I think I'm going to just use it as I'm going to put them up there for, you know, what I'm still happy to get. Maybe not as expensive as, as Poshmark because my strategy on Poshmark is also changing. That I'm going to list them in kind of whole numbers. Like 25, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. That kind of numbers, you know, kind of round numbers there. But I'm going to list them in such a way because I'm mainly getting them from the bins. So my cost is basically nothing, is less than a dollar per piece, even shoes. Then I'm going to offer, if someone likes my item, I'm gonna offer them 30% off and discounted shipping. Not free shipping, but discounted shipping. And then I'm, gonna, I'm changing my store policy that I always offer a 30% off for bundles. So if I'm offering 30% off and people are like, oh, they've liked multiple items and they want the discount, then I will, um, if I don't catch it, I usually bundle it for them and then give them the shipping discount. But if they bundle it themselves, then they get the discount right away. And um, I'm going to just keep that indefinitely. So I need a price in such a way that because people love the illusion of a sale or love the illusion of a deal. So if they think they're getting a deal, they're more apt to buy from you. Even if you put your, even if you say, okay, I'm going to take my, my seller, I'm going to do my seller tool so I have no discount when you bundle. Then I'm just going to price everything to sell. I've seen people do that and it actually doesn't work as well. Now, some people it has worked fine, but the ones I've witnessed doing it, it didn't work that well. And I actually did it for a while and it actually hurt me because A, some people are skeptical about things that cost not enough, I guess. And they think that you're, they're getting scammed, which is bizarre, but whatever. So you got to have this illusion because this is the society we have created and we have created to everyone wants a sale. So I'm going to give you 30% off right off the top. And, um, but some people are still, I mean, I did that this last weekend or the, I'm, it, this is the weekend, but when you listen to it, it'll be Tuesday. Um, but this, cause right now it's Sunday and I'm recording this. So, um, I did on Friday, well, Thursday night and Friday, I went through everyone that's ever liked everything and offered 30% off and by discounted shipping. And I did like about 900 offers or likers and 20 people took it. And then, um, I kept doing it. And then, um, I have 14 sales from Saturday, a few sales from today, but I expect tonight I'll get more sales. And, um, so Monday I should have, you know, hopefully around 20, 20 to ship out for Monday. Um, and I'm going to make a thing. So they come pick it up from my house and yeah. So that's what I'm going to do either in 90 days, I'm either going to relist it or I'm going to put it on eBay. When I put it on eBay, it'll be for price to sell or yeah, price to sell. I think we're going to turn my offers, the offer feature back on 
and um, yeah, and then let people offer it. But then I don't have to worry about um, if something sells on eBay. I don't have to go to another platform and delist it. It can just be sold, you know. I'm going to make sure that I have everything that's on eBay. I'm going to locate it physically downstairs in my basement and make sure that I can find it because I do not, I just, I almost went to four defects because of that and I am down to two again. So thank you for one falling off, but I want those other two to fall off and they won't for several months now. I sell not enough for it to be if you sell so much like over $400 like 400 I think it's 400 items every month or $400 of item no because I do sell 400 items $400 a month at least on eBay I don't know I don't know what the thing is but that's beside the point I'm also going to start doing thread up locks so um, I do have some luxury items that I found I have taken a course that is um, given by she on Instagram she's Kringle K-R-A-N-G-E-L-E um, her her name is I don't think I'm saying this right it's Chriselle Bernard Bernard yeah she's very um, she knows a lot about ThreadUp she's been doing ThreadUp for a while and that's pr pretty much her primary platform is ThreadUp so she knows everything there is about ThreadUp and um, I know very little I've sent I sent in one bag and it was a normal bag not Lux but I'm going to send in a Lux box on Monday so tonight I gotta make it tonight and I'm gonna pull things that are sale in my inventory and I'm gonna pull things that I haven't listed that need I just want to send a thread up and see how they do and I have a few luxury items to put in there on their list and I'm gonna send them and see what happens so and I and I kind of ordered a few things off a of thread up that were really cheap that they were trying to blow out I ordered eight luxury items so my my plan is because they say you need to have a couple of items that are really luxury and then the rest can be regular items for thread up lux and I only have one thread up lux um, sticker right now I have an email out asking for four more and um, plus I plan on traveling soon and so a little bit so um, I want to take a label with me so I can find if I find a couple uh, Lux items then I can put them in a box and put a bunch of other stuff I found along the way because we're going me and my husband are driving down to the posh fest in October and I would like to um, not have to take it all back so if I can just box it up because the place we're staying in Arizona will have a washer and dryer so if I need to wash something and I'm gonna bring a dry out kit with me then if I need to wash or dry something I can and um, then I can throw it in a thread up box and I can just drive it over to the USPS the local one and one of their uh, we call it I want to call it a factory I know that's not right but like their service centers is in Arizona so I'd get to them super quick but thread up flux gets processed pretty quickly the regular thread up does not it takes like a month because I just sent it in they just got it on the 8th and they said oh by the 28th of July we should have processed this so it's gonna take like 20 days after they got it 
and so that can be a, a while but I think it could take up to two weeks for threaded blocks to be also processed but the lux box the labels free they return your items to you for free so yeah that's if they don't accept it they return those items for free so it, that's that's nice as well and then that'll be another stream of income because I do find luxury items at the bins so and if I don't like I said I have ordered some and she does this all the time she says she orders things off thread up to send right back to thread up so I did that and I ordered a hundred hundred dollars worth of items so I should be getting those around the 20th and I'm gonna parse those out two in each box so I'm guaranteed I have two Lux items that are on their Lux list to put in that box and then I put other things I get at the bins and send it off to them and um, then I don't have to do the pictures I don't have to do the measuring I don't do any of that crap none of the customer service I do all that for Poshmark now but then I can create another stream of income that I don't have to do very little for and if an item sells for over $300 I get 90% of that so if I have really high-end items it's actually better to send them over to thread up because a they authenticate everything as well so you don't have to worry about that if they accept it they've authenticated it and if they authenticate it and they send it off it's not you so um, yeah and if they don't authenticate it and they send it back to you then you know it's a fake and it's actually I think a really good way to do it and you don't have to pay for authentication services because they're doing it for you now if you were, put, were to put something on Poshmark only if it's over $500 do they authenticate it so for free and so yeah and then so if it's under $500 someone can say oh this isn't real I've, I've seen horror stories and so I think I'm gonna send all my really high-end stuff that I do find to uh, ThreadUp and so that will be income stream number four or number three and then I'm going I can't remember if I already mentioned this but I'm going to to list my vintage items only on Etsy and then that'll be income string number four for me so I'd have four strings of, streams of income so um, and hopefully I can get them to be kind of on par with each other so if I can make you know three to five thousand on each that'd be great um, a month that would be awesome now I don't know if I will but I want to kind of make that possible so we will see and if I can start making five thousand dollars a month consistently I'm order I'm ordering it's, it's, this is a human you can't order them um, I'm going to uh, hire a virtual assistant to help me with the um, delisting on Poshmark and listing on eBay and you can train them and then um, eventually if I start doing even better I'm going to hire someone to come to my house and take pictures and um, and take measurements for Poshmark and list them initially so eventually I will get a lister um, that's in that works out of my house or works out of their house depending on the setup but I don't really want to take things to chance I don't want to have to go and ship things back and forth to someone's house and if they have kids or they have dogs or they have cats or they have something else. I have one cat she's not allowed in my office and she's not allowed downstairs in the the um, the basement so she's not around my inventory ever so 
that I want to, I, I keep that separate because I, people do have pet allergies and she doesn't shed that much. So we brush her pretty often. And so she doesn't really shed a whole bunch. Um, not like a dog can anyway. And she's pretty self-grooming as most cats are, but, um, yeah. So that's basically what I've been up to and what I'm doing right now. And, um, things to think about when you're starting off is, you know, do you want to do more than one platform? I highly suggest it eventually. If this is the job you want to make your full-time job, um, then, and you know, hats off to you because it takes, it takes a minute. It took me two years to get that point. And, but not everyone has to wait that long. And some people wait even longer. It really depends on your financial needs and your situation. It's always different. So you got to think about that. Think about how much money do you need to make? Can you cut some expenses that you don't need to have right now? Do you, are you getting Starbucks every day? Could you just skip that for a while to save some money? Um, do you have debt? Pay that off. Pay off as much debt as you can first. Then you don't have that hanging over your head. We didn't do that uh, necessarily, but um, yeah. So just things to think about. And I hope this is helpful in some way to somebody. Thanks for listening.